is actually very similar to the way postmodernity looked at the history of philosophy in our series on Gilles Deleuze. What is philosophy, he asks? Well, it's not an act of discovery. It's an act of creation. In other words, philosophers, when doing their work, are not discovering the intrinsic structure of the universe. Reality is far too chaotic to ever be able to do something like that. The more accurate analysis of what's going on would be that philosophy is an act of creation. Philosophers create systems of concepts that give us one version of reality, one perspective that might be useful to us. Well, a very similar charge is being leveled here about the history of science. Science is not discovering and accessing the intrinsic structure of the universe. Science is creating one version of understanding what we have access to. And what necessarily goes along with that is this understanding is always relative to the perspective of the observer, which is always a person who is also embedded in a set of cultural biases and a current set of scientific paradigms that their time accepts and proceeds from. So if you're a philosopher in the early 20th century that happens to see science in this way, the impact this has on how you view essentially the last 200 years of Western democracy becomes horrifying because you instantly realize that this problem you have with science is in actuality a problem with reason itself. So at this point in the story, rationality itself starts to come under fire. And some of these critiques are actually reworkings of older critiques of reason. For example, Edmund Burke spoke several times about how when it comes to the progression of human thought, but more specifically when it comes to how we should structure our societies, you never want to fully commit your strategy to rational analysis. And he gives many reasons why you wouldn't want to do that, but one of the big ones he would say is, look, when you decide that you're going to determine which thoughts are legitimate or not based on purely rational analysis, what you see when you actually put that into practice in the world is that you can basically find a way to rationalize anything. Look no further than your own personal life for proof of this fact. How many times have you reasoned to a conclusion about something and still been wrong? Maybe you know somebody that made a big mistake in their life, and after the fact they thought about what happened, and they found a million ways to rationalize it to themselves and others, and it all makes perfect sense to everyone why they did it. But nonetheless, it's obvious to everyone that they've still made a huge mistake. See, this is an important distinction to draw about rational analysis. When it comes to your personal life, if you decide to take a purely rational approach to something and you end up with problems, it's no big 